four, three. Fuck it. There's no, there's no words on it. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Because I've never seen that. Fucking thing sucks. There's no words there. Fuck it. There's no, there's no words on it. Episode 21. Fucking A. Tonight we're getting fucking weird. That's the idea. Do y'all ready to get fucking weird with me? Tonight on the show, we got our guy Mitch. Some of you know by the name Mitch. Others may know him by the name of Moses. Ho- Hodo Moses? Hoodoo Moses. Hoodoo, Hoodoo Moses. We're going to get all into this. We're going to go exorcisms, witchcraft, witcher, witchery, uh, all kinds of, I don't know, we might step into the occult. We might talk a little tarot cards. All kinds of shit I know nothing the fuck about. And frankly, I've been too... You never every time I brought it up, you were like, "I don't, I don't that stuff spooks me." I kind of don't want to know this shit. He is right, but we are about to bring on <laughs> the one, the only. What was it again? Ho- Hoodoo Moses. Hoodoo Moses. You got my business card here. Man. Yeah, yeah. Let me see this business card. Let me read this real quick. Actually, you got to give away seeds off the top. Do that. Hoodoo. Hoodoo man, conjurer, cabalist. There you go. Nailing it. Root worker, prophet, and teacher. This is business card. Can they see that? Oh, they can see it. Yeah. All right. Pause that. That's a bit much of the moment. Oh, it's setting the mood though. It, we, we'll go back to it. We're going back to okay. it. But I got to give away some seeds real quick. All right, folks. Right off the bat, you already know how we do on this show. Soul Stone, twelve pack. Ooh, What's ooh, the cross? Ooh. If it'll focus, it won't. Soul Stone. The cross is Stockton slap to Skittles and a bitch slap. I decided to do Soul Stone because it's like, I was going to do Lazar 115 because tonight's like, I don't know, otherworldly. But I feel like we're talking more about like souls and spirits. Yeah, Soul Stone is very, very, very appropriate for what I do. So uh, yeah, how about the fifth person to email and put the email on top of your screen here? 
see in the middle of your screen scrolling across. Uh, the email is going to be darkhorsegeneticslive at gmail.com. Um, and how about the fifth person to write uh, Kabbalist? It's hard to spell. K-A-B-B-A-L-I-S-T. Fifth person. And we're going to learn what the fuck a Kabbalist is. Because I don't even fucking know. That's great. But uh, with that said, let me bring some music back in. Some of that. There we go. Get the tunes going. Turn it down just a little bit. Bring on the man. All right. So, this is my camera, right? Yeah. There he is. There I am. What's going on, everybody? So everybody, you may know Mitch from the cannabis world on the Dark Horse channel here or whatever. Yeah, I did, I did a show on here. So yeah, Mitch was on before. If you don't know, what, I'm not sure exactly what episode it is, but go back and watch the Mitch show. He'll teach you all or tell you all about like how he started smoking weed, cannabis, his whole cannabis like style or whatever, but, uh, or not style, but um, uh, come up, or if <laughs> you will. And, uh, but today we're doing something totally fucking different. I, Mitch has uh, been trying to talk to me a little bit about all this crazy shit, a little, and i just sort of been like, yeah, bro. One day, one day we're gonna you're gonna teach me about it. I'll learn about it or whatever. But uh, I'm fucking freaked out. I'm already freaked out. So um, with Good that start. said, what uh, let's just talk about. Well, let's say let's talk about. We got exorcisms. Mitch, you've, you've been part of exorcisms. Um, we've got witchcraft stuff to talk about. Yeah. We've got some tarot cards stuff to talk about. I didn't bring the tarot cards, but we could talk about it. We'll talk about it briefly. We we also have. I think today's the 25th. Anniversary 24th of a fourth anniversary, twenty fourth anniversary of a near death experience that you went through. Yes. So, uh, where do you want to start, dude? Well, I, I guess I'll start. I let you know, folks who know me from the weed world. Probably most people watching this know me from the weed world. Know I kind of disappeared. I don't know, three four years ago. Is that about? That's about right, right? That's accurate, yeah, yeah. Uh, two or three. Yeah. And this is what I've been doing since. I uh, I have been doing it my whole life. I brought some of my lifelong stuff, and I went pro. Uh, changed my name, got ordained, and did the whole thing. So you guys know me as Mitch, but I'm legally named Moses now, which is cool. Um, I got my ordination certificate with me, and that's a good segue to the whole, to exactly what the fuck I do. So you're ordained? Yes, yes. What, uh, let's see in what this ordained yeah. stuff is all about. You got a, He's got like a plaque or uh, official ordained. Uh, you can marry people, obviously? Oh, I've been able to do that. This is... Uh, ordained in what? I'm ordained in the Spiritualist Church of African Traditions, Yahweh. I have no idea what that means, but go on. So it involves like, um, I don't know, what people call voodoo. You know, what was commonly thought of and perceived of as voodoo. That stuff, basically. Okay. Technically, actually, I don't do voodoo in any way, shape, or form. But what you think of so when you think of voodoo is a lot like Voodoo minister. Technically, sort yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I mean, again, more juju than voodoo, but again, we're getting into technical points here um, that are that we'll, maybe we'll get into. So I've been doing this, I mean, I guess I started doing what well, we'll segue in, right? 24 years ago today, I was walking on a sidewalk and a, well, let me set up the whole day. For whatever reason, I woke up that day and decided to put on all the gold jewelry I owned, which was somewhat ridiculous, but whatever. <laughs> this is back in like Jersey or... Where yeah, 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 back yep. in Jersey. Yeah, okay. so I was 14. So you picked a 14 year old kid, and gold like gold. I had gold jewelry from like you know my grandparents would give me gifts and stuff Blame. for like formal events and stuff like that, and I was like all all golded out, uh, and I had a no fear shirt, and I was really trying to live it that day, and I went um, there was a quarry behind my school and I built a big pentagram out of bricks that were there like cut stones, 
And within three hours, I was walking on the sidewalk. A dude fell asleep driving his car, jumped the curb, hit me, crushed my skull. And this becomes a whole part of my weed journey, right? Because weed is what helped me with so much of that. But um, come to find out, though, within like a couple of weeks, I mean, and that whole thing will segue back to, but to how weird it was. This dude was around the corner from his house. It was like 2 o'clock in the afternoon he fell asleep. And his daughter got killed by a guy who fell asleep behind the wheel. Damn. How crazy is that shit? Yeah. That's crazy, right? So so going through that experience led me on a long path of what the fuck. And, you know, I was 14 at the time. I'd already, I think I definitely had had my first tarot deck at the time because I got that when I was like 12. And I'd already like kind of dabbled. But when I went through that and had like a personal experience that was just highly improbable. That's what I want to say. And, and, and my take on magic in general is to create the highly improbable and make it probable. You do that all the time, right? Like, you, you're master of that. Sort of. I follow you. I follow you the see, logic, you, but yeah. You do it. You have your own ways of going about it, right? And, but, but that's what you're doing. You, you know a situation and you're like, okay, I'm going to see Dave Chappelle right now. I'm going to smoke weed with Dave Chappelle. You form that intention in your mind and you visualize what it takes to go about making that happen. And then you operationalize it. Yeah. And and so, it works. In many ways, yeah. You know, I'm a big proponent of visualizing the entire day before the day begins and trying to execute that day that you visualized, although it almost never happens that way, but that's how I start each day. So that's that's that so my like entree into like formal magic, okay, the study of magic as it is now, what they call the you know, the golden dawn method, western esotericism as they call it was this mail order course and it started for like people who were spooked out by the shit, right? So they they like they were very good at like slowly baiting you into it and like and I was like, "Come on, I'm trying to get to the spooky shit right away." And they're like, "No, no, 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 no." You, you know, so it starts by saying like, "Yeah, visualize your day." And then they give you like exercises to assist that and then they give you practices to assist those exercises and then you're like, "Oh, okay, so you just you know, you start with the outline of visualizing your day and then you kind of fill it in and get more detailed with that. Gotcha. Maybe I'm jumping way forward here. Do but it. Uh, so like what exactly I'm going back to this business card. Like what exactly do you practice then? So you've obviously, you know, have been doing this for quite a while, but uh, or, or learning for quite a while or whatever. But uh, like what 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 do you practice? What is Kabbalist and what is a so, root worker and so a prophet me, teacher? I'll go line by line through it. Let there me see the card. Let me see go. the card. Cool, cool, cool. What what do you do? Okay, so hoodoo man, hoodoo is the is the the style of uh, African American spirituality folk magic that I practice. Okay, it's and I, it's distinctly African American because it's the African practices brought over to America by the slaves, and then that's just passed down through generations and shit. Um, and I was exposed to that growing up in Jersey. Um, I was exposed to that in various ways and means through that. And um, the first stuff I saw was like in books, old ass books from the 70s and shit. Because I was in the Essex County Library System. So Newark, New Jersey was in my library system. So they have like a major African studies department there. So I could get all kinds of books like that. Then the first time I went to college was at Rutgers and there was an old conjure man, hoodoo man, who would come. So I would go hang out with my buddy. He worked at the overnight newsstand there. And he would work the graveyard shift, and I would go hang out with him all night, sit on the milk crate. Well, once in a while, maybe once a week, Old Man Willie would walk in, and I would have to get off that milk crate and give up the seat to Old Man Willie. Now, Old Man Willie was always, he would buy all the change that Jay had in his cup. He would pull out like $100 cash and buy all the change that he had. And, 
you know, because he would get tips in this little cup. So Willie was, so I was like, what's the deal with this? What is Willie, why does he buy all the change for good cash? <laughs> and Jay said he's looking for some kind of dime or something. I don't know, ask him about it. And I found out about mercury dimes. Mercury dimes are dimes that were made between 1916 and 1944. They're extremely good luck when they're properly prepared. Um, and so that Willie would just tell us all kinds of shit. In right? the world of conjuring? Or yeah, conjure, hoodoo, you know. There's regional differences in what it's called. In New Orleans, it gets called voodoo, where it gets mixed with a lot more Catholicism. In kind of South Carolina is where, where my kind of lineage comes through. So that that's more uh, Protestant, uh, not not really even Protestant, like uh, charismatic Christian. And that, that leads into the prophet thing. So that's, they still do that shit, man. Like you, th you think of like the black churches where they're jumping and singing and laying on hands and healing sick people, people getting out of the wheelchairs and shit. Yeah. That's, that's catching the Holy ghost. Yeah. The Holy ghost. Right. So that's, that's, uh, that's, you know, my teacher is of that lineage grew up in that grew up conjuring too. Uh, so he's, he's, uh, exposed me to a lot of that and that, that goes right back to like African religion. So then I left Rutgers. I ended up going to Montclair state for college. I had already learned enough of this shit that I was like, okay, I want to go study cultural anthropology and I'm going to do all my research on this West African religion, uh, magical religious practices, shamanism, all, all this stuff this is what I want to do. And that's around uh, before then, even at Rutgers, I got this guy. I'll hold this up on camera here. This is a coyote skull and a coyote face. And yeah, that's when I started. Uh, what the fuck is that used for? What a so I've given you coyote. I gave you a coyote paw, right? I think. No, like teeth, teeth or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I used that to keep the cops off. That was some of the first yeah, shit protection. I You gave me coyote teeth for protection, I remember. Yeah, for protection from cops specifically. And so that's where, I don't know. I When I started, started, started believing in magic was when I was like 12 years old, 13 years old, and I was going out hacking computers and shit and like tapping into people's phone lines in the middle of the night and every night before i left i'd say a prayer because I, I was raised very religious and shit and that goes into the kabbalah and all that shit um so every night before i left i'd say a prayer and then one night i was like fuck it I, oh no this was a daytime mission i was like fuck it i don't need a prayer and i got stopped by the cops that time and then the next time i was like fuck it i don't need a prayer i got arrested <laughs> and so like then i was like oh, there's something to this and then <laughs> when you talk to you know, criminal, anyone who's lived in kind of improbable situations, people who get outside the norm, uh, whether you're talking about like outlaws, criminals, uh, even police and shit, where it's just their life is different than normal. They believe in luck. They believe in some kind of thing where like, or they carry something or they wear something for luck or for gamblers. Gamblers are huge, huge. The rabbit's foot, right? Yeah, totally. That's from, that's from conjure. Like that's a, that's a, that's a conjure thing. Rabbits used for fast luck work because they're fast. So use the rabbit part to bring that luck quick. So is this also a thing where you do like a spell? Like, oh, and I think conjuring, I think like you're going to conjure a spell up on someone. So, okay. So, so how things work, right? There's, it, it all kind of comes together. It's, um, well, I'm going to go through the business card and then we'll go. Okay. Yeah. So the Kabbalah, Kabbalah is like Jewish mysticism, Jewish magic. Um, and per my particular family and kind of the way I was raised has a lot of this shit, the evil eye, um, all kinds of shit like that, breaking that stuff, removing that stuff, um, uh, all sorts of divination, reading the coffee, and that's, that's stuff for my family. But Kabbalah is specifically working with the scripture, with the Old Testament, working with Hebrew. I do a lot of like, if you go on my Instagram, you'll see I write like amulets in Hebrew. So it's a piece of parchment that has a special verse on it and all sorts of things. Or I do like, uh, 
somewhere here on this desk, I've got a card I made. Where to put it? Let's say we've got a desk a full little, of there's a little all square kinds of crazy somewhere. shit we're going to get into today. There's yeah. feet of animals. There's coyote skulls. There's dirt from special places. We've got candles. I see oils. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. So all kinds uh, of stuff. I don't know where that. Uh, I don't know what you're where, looking for. There's a little card that's got to touch like a anything. graphic on it. No, I didn't bring anything. You can't touch this. No, it's going to be square, and it's not my business card. It's white square card. I don't know. Anyway, so I do all kinds of. Um, when you get into like the history of magic, there's like grimoires and shit. You may have heard the term, and that's like what practicing magicians would use as their books. And a lot of it is Hebrew words written in English. And then shit gets like pronounced wrong and spelled wrong and they copy it by hand and they fuck it up. So a lot of where I've gotten, because I grew up learning to read and write biblical Hebrew. So I started looking at this stuff and I was like, oh, I recognize a lot of this, but that's not right. And that's not right. And I started correcting that. And that that's something I'm definitely known for doing. So that's kind of like the Kabbalistic work. Uh, root working is working specifically with herbs and plants. Um, a lot of just my general knowledge that I brought with, with using weed. the plants. Yep, using them magically, medicinally, all that shit. Um, sort of like a shaman. Yeah, that kind of what you kind of picture as a a, a bush bush doctor or something like mm -hmm. that. Um, prophecy. So that goes into uh, that that lineage I'm tapped into from South Carolina, where that's a that's that's a lineage of people who practice prop, prophecy in the biblical tradition that goes back you know, supposedly back to the time of the Bible, that each prophet kind of anoints prophets. So they got, they got like a whole bull's horn of oil poured over my head and shit. And yeah, it's like an impartation of a gift. And I was talking with you before the show about like, so Ka's my master prophet technically, right? That's my, my boy. Um, he and I were talking back in March and we just played the recording in March about like, this was like when COVID was just coming around. And then I went and bought body armor, got a Glock, but, but like a tactical helmet. And I was talking to Kaz and we have this recording that we played of like, yeah, there's going to be riots. There's going to be cyber attacks. There's not going to be many home invasions, but there's going to be looting. There's going to be burning of stores. And, uh, so you guys and we called it, or foresaw. We, like, we said it was going to start in you know May, June and culminate in August. Like that, this has all been foreseen. Um, and yeah, that kind of shit. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Freaky, but interesting. Well, I mean, part of it, dude, is like we again. The most, the most like misunderstood thing about all this, is that it's weird that not everyone does it. It's like anything you do, that you just train, right? Like anyone can shoot a jump shot. You're not going to necessarily hit that unless you practice it, train it. Then, then you're going to nail it, and anyone can, right? Like anyone, more or less, can learn to to shoot a basketball. And so it's the same thing. Like it's all faculties that you already use. So just like just like with that, like you already throw, you already jump, like you use all those faculties. So it's the same thing. Just like with the visualization and uh, with anything we're talking about, the way I I perceive it is like what we know for fucking sure is that our conscious cognitive experience that we have right now is basically fake, right? Like there are spectrums of light that we can't see. We know that, right? Well, I would say psychedelics have led to some of that for me where it's like there's potentially different realms or so dimensions. Let me hip you to this. What if that's all this dimension and it's just you're plugging in with different software? I mean, now you're talking more matrix to me where, you know, it's like you plug into the grid or out of the grid or something like that. But 
I don't know. I have a hard time making that leap. I can kind of see where it's like UFOs or other things can be seen under DMT or psychedelics or other places sure. that are right all around you at all times because they exist in a different dimension plane or something like that. Like I can, I can make that leap, but I have a hard time making a leap where it's all so computers, plane, oh, it's all ones and I'm zeros. Using, I'm using software as a metaphor here. Okay. Right, like that, just the software running your brain, the program, whatever the, the, the routine your brain does that makes you experience this. Right, and just think of it like you're switching all the settings on that. That's what you're doing there. Some things are getting closed, some things are getting opened, gotcha. and then you're getting a different filter almost on reality. Right, like it's like changing. You know, I used to wear those weird colored glasses. It's like switching those out, changing you know? lenses real quick. Yup, and that. So that's what's the, everything you're seeing is there. It's just usually filtered out. You know, so it's like that's that means that you're always doing this stuff, whether you can see it or not. Right. So when you say something, for example, when you speak something out loud, that's you hear this all the time. Words have power and things like that. Like the difference between making a plan and then making that plan and writing it down. That's something I've heard you talk about a lot. Like that makes a big difference. You're making it tangible. Willing it into existence. And then speaking it is like a whole next level of it. Right. So then you get to the point where like you're lighting a candle <laughs> and speaking it with focusing on the flame and speaking it. Just using that flame as just a point of like meditation, a point of visual focus, right? Well, I want to interject just real quick because it's like I follow, but at some point I kind of be like, there has to be something profound that has happened that made you be like, this is not complete bullshit. The thing that turned the corner for me, I will tell you right now. Okay. Okay. So I decided like I had done this for me. This is very much what I'd been doing this all along for like incredible once or twice for Dark Horse. It's just like how I would give things a little push. My own, and as far as I was concerned, dude, it was like NLP. Like I was just focusing my own mind and I was going through this experience to like embed it mm -hmm. in my unconscious mind, you know? If you don't know what NLP is, you should research it or whatever. Who's that magician that's really good at it? Darren Brown. Darren Brown, yeah. Darren Brown's fantastic at it. It's, it's hard to describe what it is or I'm going to butcher it if I try to describe it right now. They but call it like conversational hypnosis. Essentially, yeah. It's just conversational hypnosis or leading in a form to get the the answer that you want it, you know it's it's tricky weird shit but you should check it out if you're interested in it's it. like hacking hacking people's brains with language you know and That's you can it. do it to yourself like if you get a book on nlp usually it's about doing it to yourself to overcome your anxieties and fears and things yep. like that yep. you know so so i thought that's basically what i was doing and i was like this is super in fact how i really picked up my practice again like recent you know not recently but in the most recent run of it was um I'd been going to therapy, as you know, and then I couldn't see my therapist for like three weeks in a row. She was on vacation and I got into a situation. I was like, I need to do something with this. And so I, I pulled out a candle, you know, and I got to work and the results were great. Um, so which is, I suppose, more of an inward focus than an outward focus. But, you know, therapy is outward you know, explaining either way, it's processing through things. Sure. You know? So it's the same thing. You know, it's really like focusing on something and, and bringing your will to bear and imagining different possibilities. Sure. But I mean, there's, as I'm sure you're about to tell me or whatever, but there's has to be something that was like pretty profound. Maybe that was the Total, moment. No, that wasn't it. But that's, I mean, when, I was, that's when I was like, okay, this shit works for me for sure. Like I'm doing it as an adult now. It's a serious situation. I'm able to resolve results. it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, whether it's re, whether it's magic, whether it's NLP, I'm going to keep doing this. Right. So then I started taking on clients, just trying it. Like, oh, I'll do it for you for free, whatever. And then I started charging a little bit. And 
that's when it came to like can you disclose i don't know if that's like bad juju or whatever but can you disclose what someone would come to you for or yeah like what some so of that's your, that's your clients where were or about? i would get someone who says like i have a curse okay and so at this point like i had studied a lot of this classical texts on this stuff i had, I had already academically studied a lot of the stuff i've been exposed to it personally and i thought well if it's all placebo effect, right? If, even if none of this is real, then they're experiencing something that makes them think they have a curse, right? And so I can do something that'll make them think they don't have a curse. So I'll do something like that. Right? Even if it's bullshit. So essentially what you're saying is you're making them feel better. It's still getting the same result, even if it was bullshit. Even if them. it was, right? right? Because I'm doing it with full sincerity and full faith that it is real, right. okay? So then you get to the next point where someone hired me to break up a couple. Oh, that's like diabolical almost in the sense. So that that is kind of more like witchcraft, right? That's the when we're talking about witchcraft. Witchcraft is where, and I'll, I'll I'll put this aside. Witchcraft is something that I work against. Witchcraft is like, it's different than black magic. I'll, we'll, I'll I'll go through all the technical stuff in a bit. Let me finish this story. So someone hires me to break up a couple. Now let me say when I'm removing the curse, right? Even if it's all psychosomatic, I'm talking to them. I'm sending them pictures of the work I've done, right? So potentially, I'm just NLP influencing their psyche and, and sure. assuaging whatever was wrong. Right? Did that in that case? Did that person believe that their curse was lifted? Totally, totally. My my, you know, I I have a very good record. I have a very very good working record. Knock on wood. Um, and I've taken over a hundred cases, I think, at this point. Um, yeah. So it's like I, I have a really good working record. Um, so. Then this chick hired me to break up a couple. Right. So that you think about this situation, it's like, he doesn't know what I'm doing. She doesn't know what I'm doing. There is no communication with these people that this is even going on. Yeah, happening right. to them. They None at all, right? right? Right, they know nothing of it. So this should fall apart, right, on the NLP basis. Right. Okay. It went exactly. It, I didn't tell the chick what was planned. I took pictures throughout the, the chick that hired me, right? So I took all my pictures. I kept all my, you know, because that's one thing. Like, they're not there to see. Sometimes people are there to see it happen. But when I work remotely, I just document it all for the client so they know that it really happened. I'm not a scam artist. Like right? when you're doing the, yep. the spell it's or all the whatever Instagram. you need to do, yep. right? Yep. Um, so I had all that. But she told me exactly what happened. You won't believe what happened. They broke up in such and such a way, this and this, she's leaving town, all, all this specific shit that was like very specific. The other thing that was super weird with this chick, and at that time, and this is where, this is the other thing that turned the corner, it was this case, this client. I had, I have an altar, statues on it, whatever, I could think, give things to them. So I got this bread, this specific type of bread, Mexican bread, and I put it before my statue that night while I was working on this chick's case. She hits me up in the morning, she's like, dude, the weirdest thing I had the weirdest dream last night. Okay, one of my ancestors came to me. I was in a grocery store. Uh, one of my ancestors came to me and I couldn't talk. She was the checkout girl and we were talking and she was giving me advice, but then someone kept shoving this loaf of, weird loaf of bread in her face. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And I sent her a picture of my thing and she freaked out. And I was like, that's exactly the bread from my dream. And when you think about it, right? Like this is a client, they have, every vested interest in being like nope that's not the one because the, sure you know it costs them money they want to shoot holes in it right away i would think right or especially they believe, this one i mean yeah. this one this one happened to be a cop so deep so a cop hired you to break some people up with basic voodoo and your spell essentially worked it worked perfectly right holy fucking shit like that's 
that's a pretty profound moment. I yeah. So now, granted, I'm sure there's skeptics out here. Be like, what the fuck? Some people broke up, and you're going to take credit for some randomness that occurred. And so that's where you go to long time track record, right? When people get you to do something improbable. And again, do something improbable. Having a small business that lasts three years is improbable. Yeah. You have to pull some strokes of luck to make that happen, right? And every single fucking time, you figure out a way to do that with your mind. Yeah, and things I just work that. out. Yeah, most things businesses just work are out. gone within two years. Absolutely. Do you know what I'm saying? So, like these basic concepts you use in your life, and it's just fine-tuning them, refining them, adding what I call it as handles. Every one of these is just another handle on a part of my mind, so I can manipulate it at a slightly different angle, a slightly different trajectory to get it's it like to a, exactly where like I want. Like a focus tool. Exactly. Okay, you know? I follow that. So then you get into spirits, spiritualism, which is actually like that's the, the faith that I talk about ghosts and exorcisms and stuff like that now. So exorcisms is a broad term, and I've gotten into so exorcisms in the tradition, this South Carolina lineage that I've been introduced to, is a very specific thing called deliverance, where they cast out devils. That's that's what you you think a black preacher casting out devils, people, all that, right? Well, yes, and I'm also thinking of like levitation on a bed or whatever. Okay, I think we've so talked I'll about tell this you about briefly. The weirdest and, exorcism that I've had. And that's okay. what I was going to say is up until, I mean, you've been telling me all about these, this stuff for years essentially. And I was kind of like, okay, Mitch is into some weird spell voodoo shit or whatever, but it's not a huge deal for me or whatever. But then I, I, you told me you're going to do an exorcism one weekend. And I was like, you're going where you're going to do a fucking exorcism. I was like, okay. So I was slightly concerned and worried but then when you came back I like it did went better than expected or ever but i remember asking you not about this particular one at some point but i was like have you ever seen anyone like levitate out of a bed or any some crazy fucked up weird shit on exorcism and an, i don't want i believe you said yes but you're about to sure you're about to tell me or whatever but that to me is like one of the more profound fucking moments if you're in a room and someone actually levitated out of a bed during an exorcism or saw some weird shit float or fly or whatever the fuck like that it all of a sudden is like all right what what the fuck like let's let's sit down and talk about it it's like now you have my attention all of a sudden so not i've that never I didn't... seen i've never seen full-on like someone levitate off the ground okay okay i'll say that right off the bat i have seen i'll tell you some shit the weirdest shit that i ever the shit that surprised me and this was like six months ago like i've seen some you know relatively improbable shit so before we even go, how do you even get like called to do an exorcism? Is that just a service that you provide, you know, and someone hits you in up that through case, word of mouth? It was or a referral. A referral? It was a referral. Someone went to like uh, an occult shop or sure. whatever and said, I have this issue. So, and I want to say, like, there's different kinds. You, you can exercise different things. Exercise just means to take out, right? So you can take out different stuff. So this was a situation where this woman's husband had an ex. And the ex had hired someone to do, you know, black magic on him. And in particular, uh, Paulo Mayombe is a particular like Cuban, Afro-Cuban uh, method where they send the spirit of a dead person to plague a person. Okay. This is like a ghost or just yeah, bad ghost, shit happens well, to them? Or they're, like a, they're seeing this entity or spirit and it's they fucking feel, with they them? They feel super drained. They have really bad luck. They can't get employment. There's just like a funk about them, a, cl a cloud of funk, right? Okay. So, so I, I called a colleague who's more familiar with Paulo than me to kind of bring in a, a, someone more afield. I did my thing. He did his thing. Um, the, the situation at hand, and this was another one that, that crossed the line for me, because that guy who I was doing it for, he didn't believe in any of this shit. He was willing to go along with it, you know, but he didn't believe that this is what was going on with him. 
So, and again, he had every fucking vested. Because then, he, next thing you know, two guys roll up in his house, me and my partner, you know, fucking smoking cigars in his living room. He's got to smoke a lot of cigars, you know, telling his family what's what, calling him out on shit. He had every vested interest to be like, fuck you guys. Right. You know? Instead, when we go to do the checkup, like two days after we do the work, he goes, y'all did something here. <laughs> he goes, he goes, he goes, I was open-minded, but I didn't really believe that this shit was real. But this shit is real. Huh. So talk to me about, again, the strangest thing you've ever seen. In okay, it. so the strangest thing i ever seen was we, for a lot of, this is a job gone wrong. Okay, to me, this is like, you know, in Pulp Fiction when they go to do the job and then like it's a standard job. <laughs> it should just go easy peasy, but then like something goes slightly wrong and then like it's really wrong really quick. Everything goes yeah, bad. Yeah, 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 it was one of those. Okay. So, because usually we try to keep things controlled so crazy shit doesn't happen. Okay. The thing is, it was the first time I was working with my teacher on a job. And as I said, there's different methods of doing this stuff. His method involves a lot of New Testament stuff, working with the spirit of Jesus, cleansing people, calling out their, the demons that reside in them. What I do is I break witchcraft and I, I remove those types of spirits, spirits that are plaguing people. We didn't, for a variety of reasons, we weren't able to communicate thoroughly regarding the expectations. So I, I work a lot with veterans. Veterans who've been overseas, especially in Mexico or in Afghanistan and shit, have a lot of witchcraft on them. They have a lot of... Um, Is it why they practice over in like Iraq or wherever, Middle East? Well, that, I mean, that's just part of the life out there. You know what I mean? So the doors are protected with shit. The, the ground is protected with shit. You walk over it or walk through it and you got something on you, you know? Then you go fucking blow up a mosque and better believe you got some... That mosque was built there to hold a gin in the ground or whatever. Sure. And now that thing's fucking... You know? So like a lot of these guys have a lot of shit. Then you talk about spirits of the dead, like... Um, they have the guys that people they killed sometimes will be following them, exacting revenge. People, then they'll have like, like I was telling you before, like sp spirits sent to plague them. Like the local populations will right. you know, d spill some water on you and that water has been made to mark you for a spirit or some shit like that, you know, like that kind of shit. And then they have the guys they were leading in combat who died while they were following them and those spirits follow them. And that's why so many of these guys can't sleep. They can't, you know, they, a lot of the PTSD t symptoms, so I work with them, you know, we do jobs where it's four, six hours and then they sleep again, you know, after they haven't Crazy. slept for years. But back to this step-by-step step of this. So this was, this is one of these guys, right? This is, this is one of these guys, right? And he's still, an, he's still an operator, you know, he still has to go places and kill people. Um, so that didn't get communicated. So I know when I'm working on these guys, you don't want these guys to be totally clean and godly because they can't go places and kill people. My t-shirt nests, we didn't, again, we didn't have that discussion. And of course, he wants to do things the right way, the complete way. That's why he's, he's my teacher. But of course, I'm doing things my way where I'm like, as long as we get it good enough, that's what we need, man. You know, <laughs> hit, hit that 80% and then huh. collect, do, do the thing. And um, so this guy was not. Now, now if you want to, and I have done these like, like more heavenly type works, you know. Like Catholic churchy type things? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to do that, the person has to know, they have to be informed, they, there's a process, right? Yeah, they're on board with they, you. Yeah, 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 they have to be open and receptive. That's not what happened here. So we saw what happened when, also this guy had been initiated by a brujo, by a Mexican uh, like male witch, who had initiated him into a Mexican system of witchcraft. 
if he wasn't willing, how did you know all this about him? Did he tell? Okay. Did he give he this information? He was willing to have my work done, but he wasn't looking. It's like, you know, sometimes so, you need the oil change. Sometimes you want the engine rebuilt. Or he got real serious real fast, and he was like, I don't know that I want to go there. So the difference was I'm used to working with veterans, and I'm used to the those kind of guys getting that kind of intense. Okay. You know? But how do, I mean, how like, how does, if you don't mind me asking, yeah. like, how does it, how do you do it? You walk into a room, you sit them down, and you say, okay, we're so, about to for, read okay, some text, okay. or so, we're about so, to. Yeah, so we start, so we'll, we start, we'll go in. First, we'll kind of set the mood. We'll start, we'll set, the, set up the altar for the ancestors, right? And this is like any, any type of thing. So I do, I break addictions too, right? Like I've done alcoholism, I've done um, heroin addictions, right? So I'll go in. First, we set up the room for the, we have a little conversation first. Set up the room for the ancestors. Light candles, put up the pictures of their ancestors, say prayers to call in their ancestors. Generally, during this period, we're preparing a bath or a head wash or something to cleanse them with. Um, and then I'll have some kind of powders or something that, I'll, that when we get to it, we'll blow on them, things like that. In this case, by the way, we didn't set up the ancestor altar. So that's where we started botching this because we were rushing, rushing, rushing. It was a hotel room. Everything was wrong. Um, we should have we not done the job and rescheduled is what, what should have happened. That was the, the biggest lesson learned in any case. So... We'd set up the ancestor altars, call in the ancestors. Before we did that, we we would cleanse the space, you know, burning camphor, things like that, going around, shaking rattles as needed to just move the move, make change the vibe, right? You know, when you walk in a room, you can feel the vibe in a room, yeah, right? And you know that if certain people enter the room, that vibe changes, totally, right? And you know that the smell can change the vibe in a room. You know that really fucking well, right? Sure. Um, you know that the light can change the vibe in a room. Setting a mood, we call it, right? What is that? That's spirit. That's exactly what we're fucking talking about, right? You're tuning your experience of reality to a different, different filters. Like yeah. we said, boom, filters, filters, filters. Changing your lens again. Changing your lens, changing your lens. And with a lens, so you think of a lens, you can use a lens to like see something, or you can use a lens to focus a ray of light into a beam that can burn an ant or something like that, right? So that's... that's Perfect metaphor we're working with. Yeah, yeah, perfect metaphor. So in any case, in a proper job, we would set up the ancestor altar, call in the ancestors. Um, then we would perform, before we did the head washing, we would do a renunciation where we'd kind of like call out the specific things that we wanted out. Then we would do prayers. It would be a lot of prayers. Prayers basically set the mood throughout. You say like the Lord's Prayer over and over and over and over to set the mood, you know. Um, and then I'll do the prayer to St. Michael. I'll do, I'll do the prayers to my saints and things like that just to, to call. Again, whether we're talking about calling in some entity or whether talking about accessing some part of myself that I can tap. And, you know, when you're really on point, when you're at a trade show and you're really on point, you can just fall into that flow state, right? Sure. It's like being on fire, shooting basketball yep. or whatever. Yeah. Exactly, right? And then you can talk about how... There are different types of them, right? They're not all the same. There's the work one. There's the sports one. There's just something comes over you, right? We call it in English inspiration, right? You become inspired. That word comes from taking in a spirit. You're taking in a spirit, inspiration, sure. right? So that's, that's, that's what we're talking about here. I'm not talking about Casper the Friendly Ghost showing up, right? And, and poof, magic weird shit. I've heard stories about that shit. Again, I'll tell you the weirdest thing I've ever seen was, again, this was maybe nine months ago, I was working on something with a finger bone and that fucking shit moved when I finished the words. 
it fucking moved. It twirled up the shredded money, and I was like, I was spooked. Moved it within like inches it went of the table. Or? It, it went. It twirled. Oh, it, it twirled. It rotated. It twirled. Yeah, it twirled up some shredded money around it. It was sitting here. The shredded money was here. See, shredded money, like in this jar. And it went. Bah, bah, bah. And I was like, what the fuck? And it was in an aluminum pan, totally like that. That aluminum could adjust at that moment, adjusted from the because there was a candle involved. There was heat. Heat makes the metal bend, and then it cools and. But that's what it all is, man. Right. That's exactly it. It's like that's you're creating improbability, right? It was improbable that it would happen at that exact fucking moment. So many times I'll be outside. I'll say a prayer for the rain to not come until the work is done. And like the second the work is done, the rain comes. Mm-hmm. Or we're working outside and at, uh, say the last word of the prayer and the wind blows and takes out all the candles and shit. You know, that's, that's, that, that's good work. You know, that's what we're shooting for. <laughs> Crazy. But uh, yeah, continue so, with the bad tr- so, experience yes, with I, the guy. So, yes, I like, I like uh, going back and forth, like Tarantino. Sure. Very Tarantino yeah. talk today. We'll keep you on there, on so, the right track. So, I do my thing, and I didn't get to... Kind of what is your thing, though? So, okay, you say so, you've, you've read the prayers. So, he's so you've we've done, read the prayers. He's sitting, he's sitting in the chair, right? We've, we've gone around him with uh, smoke, with a cigar. We cleanse him with an egg, so we'll like, rub the egg on him to take off the bad juju. Uh, all this stuff. We can go to the theory of all this too. Um, and he's sitting in the chair. And then I go to proceed with the exorcism of St. Cyprian. This is, uh, Cyprian's a really interesting saint. He's a Catholic saint, but throughout Latin America, throughout large parts of Europe, he's known as the sorcerer saint. Okay, so he was a sorcerer, he was a necromancer, he did all this stuff, and then he became a Catholic saint after. Okay. So he, he like found Jesus because he did a spell and then this woman of faith overpowered his spell with her faith in Jesus and he was like, whoa. Stronger magic. Stronger magic, right? But he's still known as the sorcerer saint, you know? So, so a lot of exorcism tradition comes through him because he knows about that shit, right? So I'm doing the exorcism of Cyprian and we break witchcraft with this stuff, remove curses, spells, hexes, jinxes. These are all just kind of like different types of bad shit that could happen to you, okay? Um, we... Uh, send off bad spirits you know it's, it's one of my standard ones a very thorough spell breaking and i'm i am pretty adept at customizing it to different situations so i did that and that was working well and then we started doing it my teacher started kind of like showing me new stuff which was a little maybe not the best time to do it and he started really pushing that christ power okay so the, let me tell you a bit about the man in the chair He was about 300 pounds a little shorter than me, maybe an inch or two shorter than me. Mercenary. That's what he does for a living. Kills people for a living all the time. And this guy's name is the man in the chair? I'm going to talk. No, that's not my teacher. That's the guy we're working on. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the man. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 I'm with man. you. Yeah, the man in the chair, right? So, so you can see it overtaking him. Okay, His eyes roll up in his head. He has this look on his face that like... I've never seen. And he's angry. He's just breathing like an animal, dude. And Doc, my teacher's there calling out, you know, in the name of Jesus Christ, come out. Opening this gate, opening that gate. I'm not going to get into the whole thing now. And it's just fucking, it's called manifesting. It's coming to the surface. You know, it's like drawing out an infection. Okay. And he starts, and now a lot of these spirits are popping off, you know. Spirit of shame, I call you out. You spirit of... Uh, fear, I call you out. You spirit of, you know. Then he starts calling out the spirits of death and destruction, which are the spirits this guy really fucking needs to do his job. Right. And those are very deep in this man because it's, you know, early life experiences, all this shit, right? 
he took on that inspiration very early, you might say, right? So they didn't want to come out. And he didn't want to let go of them. That's the big point. Because if they don't want to come out, we can pull them out. But not, think of it like evicting someone from a property, right? You got a vagrant on your property, the cops can come kick him out. But if you say, no, 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 he's my guest, cops can't do shit even if they want to kick him out. Right. So that's how it goes. Um, so we got into that situation. Okay. It was super intense. I de-escalated it, pulled some coyote shit. We made it out of there alive. But only after the dude said, you guys need to leave here because I'm going to kill you. With full seriousness. And that's when I was like, nope, we got to finish what we're doing here. You know? Afterwards, the next day, he texted me. And this was, it was, it was crazy. You know, the state you go into is really quite a state on both sides of it. Right. The next day, about 12 hours later, he texts me. Pictures of his hands. He's got four circular bruises from his fingers. Squeezing into his hands. His molars are all cracked from going like this. This is from the point in the night where he's in the chair, docks over him, doing the exorcism, and he's trying to get up. And Doc walks over. And I'm talking Doc, Doc my teacher, he's actually younger than me. Man, he probably weighs like 140, 150 pounds. Little black dude. He just came over and said, put his hand on him just like this, so gently. And I don't even remember what he said, but like in the name of Jesus, I restrain you, something like that. And dude sat the fuck back down in a chair, could not stand up. That's when he started squeezing, like he was trying to get up and could not. So he's pinned in the chair. Pinned in the chair. Pinned in the chair. Like, and, and he told me the next day, dude, I don't know what happened. I was trying to get up and kill you guys and I could not. Yeah, that's pretty fucking heavy. Definitely pretty heavy. And you consider that obviously a failed because... So actually the work I did worked. It's like a surgery where they fucking cut you and you're bleeding too much. It's kind of like that. It's not a failed surgery. The operation wasn't a success. It was messy. It was messy. That's a messy job. I got you. Yeah. Fuck, man. Um, Yeah, that one's pretty intense. So... uh, That's the most... That's that's by far the most intense I've got. Other shit you'll see... um, Again, the stuff that makes you really 100% believe it is when the moment you say something that you know is supposed to do something and they have no idea what you're doing, right? They say out loud, oh my God, I feel so cold or, you know, whatever like that. And you're like, mm. yeah, that, I mean, I can't really, it's hard to relate because it's hard to understand like what your emotional state would be, whether it be fear or excitement because you're using your practices or you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's a, I would be incredibly fearful the entire time. So that's the difference between a pro and an amateur. That's, that's what it is. It's like what I get, why I, I get paid fucking a lot of money, man. Why? Yeah, I guess that is. Well, they're, you're coming in to do a job. So you're, you're serious. You're, you're a man on a mission as opposed to like and a beyond, bystander who's freaked the fuck out. Be, beyond that, dude, it's like, Whatever spirit I'm dealing with, my job is to fucking tell that thing. I'm a cop making an eviction, right? Like if a cop's going in, they got to, there's the psych up, you know? I got you. <laughs> so yeah, I'm looking at, I don't know where we're going to go from here, but I'm looking at all kinds of shit on this table. I was going to start warming shit up. Oh yeah, spirits moving in the room. See the bubbles in the glass? There's bubbles in the glass. Yeah, so we take that as an indication. Now, naturally, again, you know, I have a reputation from the Dunshow and shit for being scientific about shit. <laughs> I'm not not scientific now because naturally there's chlorine in the tap water, but you didn't give me tap water. What'd you give me? 
That came out of the Brita filter out of the fridge. Okay, so maybe, there's probably still chlorine in the Brita. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure how long it's been in there or whatever, but it was one of those little... Well, then it would have evaporated. In any case, there's some gases in there that are going to change and make bubbles. But if you Google why are there bubbles in a glass of water, like if you try to research this, you'll find that there's like kind of an explanation for a phenomenon, but not really a good explanation as to why there are more or less at any given time or anything like that, right? So it has something to do with energy exchange of some sort, right? Heat or whatever. I can tell you that when you do it in a spiritual situation, you get more fucking bubbles. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Interesting. You know, weird shit happens with candle flames. That's for damn sure. Uh, weird shit happens with flames in general. Um, just the, 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 Again, the improbable happens. The improbable happens. So what I got here... Let's say, what are you setting up? You're freaking you, me out. You got a candle lit up. What yeah, we're we, warming this up. We're warming this up. What, uh, what are we up. warming up? Because you got to explain what the hell is on the, the put table. The, put the camera on it. Okay, we can go, go over to closer. Oops, this one here. There we go. So you yeah, got a camera. so we got a candle cooking here. So this jar is dirt from Google, IBM, and uh, Level 3 Communications, which is like the hub of the internet. Um, what do you mean dirt from? Just like the... The properties that contain the main headquarters, or no, whatever? well, definitely not the main headquarters because I got like the Google and the IBM in Boulder. Right? Okay, so, but but you go there. You went to their properties to collect go to the property dirt. first. You propitiate the spirits of the land, or the native spirits, and then the spirits of the the place itself, and then you buy the dirt from the place, right? You 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 this this conjuring. Conjuring is making deals. So I've always been a conjurer, right? I conjured on behalf of Dark Horse for the longest time. So what kind of deal are we about to make here? So we made a, I made a deal with the spirits of this place that in exchange for what I paid them, they would impart the, guilt, the, the gift, skills, and blessings that, have come, that they've gotten access to from those places, from being associated with those places. So this is like a better business jar we're going to make you. Okay, so we got some shredded money in there. Better business jar. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're going to make us a better business. I'm down with this voodoo. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so we got some shredded money in here. Shredded for money. Money into the jar. It's it's already in there in the jar, right? With the dirt. With the dirt. Okay. Yes, sir. There's some herbs in there. I brought some more herbs. We're gonna put those in there. This is uh, so Hoyt's cologne is a cologne. We use colognes because they have strong smells, right? And smells move spirits. We say all the time. If you think about uh, people with Alzheimer's, okay, the things that can bring them back to alertness, bring them like all of a sudden they're lucid, is music from the, that they're familiar with, like music from their childhood. And then smells that they're familiar with. You think about how strong, like a smell, you sure. you know from weed. Like, like smell is just the most compelling. Nostalgic scent. smells, everything else. So that, and it can move your feelings. It can move your whole psyche, right? You put on the right cologne and it gets you in the zone. And that's what we're talking about. That's it's waking up your spirits and shit like that. So we use Hoyt's to wake up the spirits of luck. Um, and in this Hoyt's cologne, there's a little mix of this is sort of my special type shit. So I made a, a amulet on parchment and that's been burnt to ash and mixed in the cologne to imbue those those virtues now this hold that cologne up real quick again yeah, yeah. so these guys can see it on your camera yeah there you go now this i'm excited to shake on camera this is an oil i've made um it's got the prayers over it for the wealth of king solomon okay so it's got um shredded money in it all kinds of different herbs and shit some of the more exciting shit in here is that i ground up pyrite uh ground up um i think there's actually silver in here Ground up all kinds of uh, metals. Uh, there's emerald in here. Um, and then it's also got this like uh, gold powder stuff. So when I shake it up. It comes activated. Yeah, and it's, you know, gold now. So we're going to use some of that. I like the sound of that. Yeah. Shoot. So normally if I was doing this job like for a client, this is like a, th we're going to do a very abbreviated version, right? Because there's a lot of prayers and there's a lot of this and that. But we only got 
what an hour left less than an hour i would say there's seven minutes till i'm gonna cut it for part two okay cool so today's we'll gonna be a now. part two or whatever but you have seven minutes left to set up your your ritual here whatever you're setting okay up. so we're gonna need a cigar i'm gonna need some of this cologne florida water you need some incense charcoals and then i got a bag of incense here give me one sec there we go now i got some other herbs and some dimes there it is so yeah i'll talk about this stuff so this is the kind of shit that i i i, I still sell uh bags of bags of herbs uh bags of powders uh so this is a formula a little cheesy label there so much like the seed game it's crazy man. <laughs> so so you sell this formula so yeah this powder this powder is about a hundred dollars a bag a hundred dollars for five grams okay um and this has i mean this particular bag has got crazy shit and it. it's got all kinds of herbs that i got with me that we're going to use but it's also got like um it's got a pit bull bone a bone of a pit bull that was hit by a train uh, it's got uh, antler. <laughs> it's got a, a finger bone. It's got wait a human finger bone. Yeah, you could, you could get them. You got human bone. Yeah, you, people people donate their bodies to science, and then the extra parts end up getting sold. All right. You, yeah. Okay. You're so that powder that you. I had in Vegas. You kind of uh, so we got human bone hanging out up here with us right it's, now. It's powdered though. Powdered. Okay. <laughs> the powder I had in Vegas. So this is like a I call this like spiritual barbed wire. Okay. Right, like it's it's not just protection; it's protection that makes it, it gets them back, um, and it works really well. <laughs> so the powder I had in Vegas was the scorpion powder. That had finger bone in it too. I had two live scorpions. You know, they weren't alive after I ground them up. Uh, finger bone, coyote penis bone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, swarming ants. I caught the swarming ants. That's what inspired the whole mix. We just glazed right over the coyote penis bone, though. Why Why we got coyote dick? I mean, you're trying to get the dick in on the sly. That's the coyote penis bone, man. <laughs> okay. It's, okay. It all, it all, and then you're like, oh, okay, I guess that makes sense, right? Yeah. You can kind of think of every animal has their traits, and then every part of their body has its traits. Right? So the coyote's always about, uh, the coyote's like the trickster. You know, he's, 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 I, I very much embody the, the whole coyote situation, right? So, you know, clever, quick-witted trickster often blows up in his face. Wily coyote, you know, you know the coyote archetype, right? <laughs> so you kind of hope it goes better than, than it did for a Wiley. You kind of, that's, that's where the cigars and the... It's just interesting that your recipe in. calls for coyote dick bone. Yeah, well, it's, that's because that's an that's a aphrodisiac recipe. Okay. That's what makes it interesting. It's aphrodisiac with scorpions in it. Ooh. Interesting. And the venom is like... There, nice. There's no human ingesting of this. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, that one you ingest. What the fuck? That's the only one I make really to like either put it in wine or then you can smoke it too, which is... I don't really care how unhorny I am. I'm not going to eat... It's not for you. Oh, okay. It's for her. Wow. Chick, let me tell you, buddy. Let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. You'll be surprised how many chicks would be interested in trying this if you described it to them. And I'll also tell you, the... Are you into astrology at all or is that weird to you? Because that's another thing. I wouldn't thing. say it's weird, but... Astrology is one of those things. And I'm not talking about your horoscope, but like when you get your chart done, that's mm -hmm. one of the things where you're like, what the fuck? What the... F this is See, spot on. That's like the farmer's almanac, which I am into. Yep. You know what I mean? Same thing. It's that's astrology also. Accurate. You're like, what the... F how? Yeah. How? Right? And no one can explain it, right? And so it's all based on, on all that shit, right? So that, that uh, if you know a chick who's a Scorpio... I promise you, she'll want the scorpion powder. <laughs> okay. it, was, it was made while Venus was in Scorpio. That's the whole. Interesting. So, 
All right, well, I think I'm going to stop you right there, and do we're going to pause for uh, a moment. Uh, we are going to give away more seeds, but tonight's going to be a two-parter because I'm just getting into this. So you're going to give away seeds shit. now, and then you're going to give away more seeds, and then more seeds, right? Exactly. Wow. So tonight, we're just going to do a back-to-back on the Soul Stone because it's getting really fucking interesting tonight. So Soul Stone, fifth person on the screen. Uh, the email will be appreciate appreciate it on the screen dark horse genetics live at gmail.com fifth person to write coyote dick okay before we finish this can i hype my shit yeah absolutely yeah, yeah and then on top of the screen right above um it's there is what what do you got there right so we're doing a kickstarter for the temple like i bought this uh and those are the dudes texting me before the show i got this yurt it's like a 12 foot yurt like a mobile tent and that's for me to do a lot of this work in, like the work with veterans, the work with addicts, things like that. Um, and, you know, blessings and all, all kinds of shit. I, I, I do it, marriages, whatever. Um, and so the idea is to kind of get a bunch of these and make them mobile because there's no, since COVID, you can't, like, you can go to a church, but it's a really bad idea. You know what I mean? Like, you can go to a wedding venue, it's a really bad idea. So these are small, it's a 12 foot diameter. You're, it can fit about eight to 12 people, which is what's allowed. It can, um, it's 112 square feet, so you can set it up. Uh, without a permit basically anywhere cool so, so yeah you're trying to get a yurt to uh we're trying to sponsor that hook it up bring it around to people and that's just the beginning of like what we have planned this is just gonna be the start and you can go on there and get you know if you when you donate to the campaign you will get juju that's what that's what you get for this you know gotcha. the and i don't mean I'm gonna, I'm gonna like put your name on a piece of paper and and pray over it i mean i'm gonna send you something cool but more than that right protection now protection coyote tooth you get to pick yeah right. you get to pick totally um but right now you can't even do any of that right now it's in the pre-launch so i got a home girl who works at kickstarter and she said if i get over 700 people signed up for the pre-launch it like bumps me up to get display in the algorithm it tweaks it okay so i'm trying to get as many people as possible just go click up to here can you click the link on screen here yeah i only have 10 seconds till they kick us off so we'll catch us back on the other flip or just check flip. it out yourself click it follow me on there we'll be get right notified back. and we'll be right back five minutes stone soul st now stone. we're going to a reality stone Reality Stone, that's also appropriate. So, Reality Stone, folks. You want to win this? Uh, how's about... Lineage on this is Kim Jong-un uh, to Skittles to Hans Bitch Slap. It's 12 regular seeds, 8 to 10 weeks flower time. And, uh, yeah, to win this one, what's the keyword? Uh, let's do... Uh, I want to learn Tom Brady. This name. No, not Tom Brady. I want to do... Hodo Moses. Hoodoo Moses. Hoodoo Moses. Hodo. Hoodoo. Hoodoo Moses. Uh, yeah. It's scrolling across the bottom of your screen is the official way to spell it. Show him the business card. But uh, yeah. So I took it from you. I could put go. it over there. There, there you go. There you go. You got a fifth person to email that on the email that's going across the screen. Live at gmail.com. Uh, you'll win this pack of reality stones. And uh, yeah. I got to ask you what what's up with the name you changed your name legally so okay so my my hebrew i'm named after my grandfather in hebrew which is moshe which is moses in hebrew and my parents chose an english name that sounded like that that's how i got my english name so as part of my you know my spiritual name has always been moses moshe right whether you said in english or hebrew so as i moved into this work as i got ordained as that became more serious for me i just changed my name to moses yeah 
so, which was a fucking crazy process, bro. Because it's like, like this is my name. This is my name before my English name. And when I went to go down there and be like, this is my name. They're like, we can't read that. That's not English. And I was like, word, but that's my name. And they're like, yeah. So if you have like a baptism, sir, you, if you wanted to change your name, let's say you were baptized as Anthony, right? Your name's Jason and your baptism name's Anthony. If you went down there with your baptism certificate, they'd be like, no problem. Well, you're Anthony now. I went down there and because it wasn't in English, they were like, it's not valid. We can't, we can't read this. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? So I had to go through the actual legal process of changing my name. Which involves what? Like going to courts? You got to go to the courts. You got to get some uh, notice published in the newspaper. You got to go through this whole thing. Damn. Uh, let me get this free shit off the screen. You got to get a free FBI background check. They got to basically make sure that you're not like running from your old name. <laughs> Crazy. So your driver's license says what now? Uh, it says, uh, so Moses is my like second middle name. So I didn't fuck up all my credit cards. I got you. So but, you or my first middle name. I added more. a middle name, which by the way, turns out you, if you, I'm going to give this tip. There's a weird place to give this. You want to change your name? Just go to the social security office and you can change your middle name. You can add a middle name. For no cost without going through fucking all this shit. And you get a new social? You get a new social, then you take that to get a new license. I went the other way around because they told me I had to go the other way. There you go. Uh, you get, no, sorry, same same number. So, okay. But it, it's like a backdoor to name changing without going through all the bullshit I went through. There you go. Uh, so, as we where we left off, uh, as part one, where you were putting together all this stuff. Um, where do you want? Where, where do well, we I'm go? I'm going to walk here? through some shit. I brought, I want to show everyone this that I brought. Yeah, you me. brought a, a pussy candle. It's a pussy candle. We can give this away. You want to do a giveaway? Oh, let me show you. It's not even being seen. Uh, uh, yeah, put you. it on this camera. Yeah. The pussy candle. I'm, I was confused as to what the relevance of the pussy candle was. It's not relevant to the rest of the stuff I'm doing uh, here. There it is. There pussy it is. candle. It's a so, candle. It looks so, like a pussy. I'm not sure. You want to give it away? We give it away. We give it away or you can use it, buddy. I want you to use it. I want, I want you, you to use, use it. it. So what, to I'm going to tell you how to use candle? it. Yeah, yeah, you're going to burn the pussy candle. But first, before you burn the... You're going to want to know who you want to burn it for. Right? So this isn't like... You could use it for a let me go get some pussy, but we use pink more for like love. Oh, this is like a voodoo pussy candle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so you're going to use this. If there's a chick that you want to get serious with, you want her to fall for you. Okay. Okay. Go ahead and... I mean, if you want to get crazy, you can hollow out this part and put like her hair in it. Or I mean, her pubic hair would be perfect. But that, that's if you want to get crazy. <laughs> well, if you want to get basic, to, you print out her picture, put it in there, just write her name, put it in there, and then seal it over with wax. Okay. And this is going to perform the voodoo, the voodoo yes. ritual yes, when I burn I'm this candle. You, yes. And then for like three to nine nights, right? You're going to treat this as if it was her pussy. No, I'm I don't not, mean. I don't mean touch with your dick. No, 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 no. I don't mean that. I don't mean that. I don't mean that. Just treating it nicely, just holding it in your hand, fondling it, etc. Uh, yeah, I don't know that I could do that. You just don't pay attention to it. I'm doing it right now. You just don't pay, <laughs> just don't pay attention. I'm doing it right now. Okay. Then, okay. on the night you're gonna see her, I want you to take honey and rub this whole thing with honey. Okay. And you put this in like a dish or something because when it burns, it can get a little crazy. Put some water in, give it water like up to here, and then burn that shit. Mm. And you tell me how it works. Okay. I, I I may or may not subscribe to the the power of the pussy voodoo. It's had to be a smoking smoking hot chick that I gotta try this with. It, it, Something way out of my league. That's yeah. the idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, okay. yep, yep, yep. Okay. And if you want to go hard on it, right? So you you put you're gonna put the um honey on it and then sprinkle on it powdered clove. Okay. And is, then, is this one of the products you sell on your website? No, this is. Oh. This one is. This I made this one. Okay. But you sprinkled powdered clove on it and sprinkled uh, rose rose petals, like dark colored rose petals. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. It's very 
I don't know, unique. I've never seen anything quite and like so it. So we use, we use all kinds of different, you know, it's a whole body shape. You can use it like a voodoo doll, but what you think of as a voodoo. A voodoo doll has nothing to do with voodoo, with Haitian voodoo. It has to do with like New Orleans voodoo, which is hoodoo. So we use dolls like that. So yeah, um, back to kind of what you're working on or whatever, but that kind of does bring me into voodoo dolls. So since that's sort of what we're, we're roughly close to that, like yeah. has anyone ever asked you to perform a voodoo doll type of thing? Yeah, or? I do doll work. Doll, it's called doll work. So yeah. what's, what is voodoo doll work? So a, the concept behind that is you want to, just like I told you to put her whatever in there, her, her picture or her personal concerns, we call that parts of her, her nails or her hair or whatever. Uh-huh. So the idea is you want to bring a person into an object, link their spirit with that object. Okay. And again, we'll talk about spirits however you want to talk about it. We talked about inspiration, right? You can kind of get a vibe in you. You want to get that vibe in something. Okay. Not in you, but in a thing. And then you'll fix it with certain powders and formulas and things like that. I'll, I'll show you a little bit of that because we're going to do a little like that right now. Okay. Okay. Let me get my pen out here. I need my pen. You got your pen there. We'll use your green pen. That's perfect. Yeah. Okay. So first. What do I need to do? So this is your business card. I want right? to double check before we do anything that you're not, I'm not breaking any crazy weird rules of voodoo or opening myself up to fucked up shit because... I've never performed or done any voodoo for no, my wait, business. So, so, so I'll, I'll tell I you. I suppose what. you worked for me for a while. You were probably doing voodoo for my business at some point. This isn't the first time. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, well, yeah. We shall proceed. I am and slightly again, nervous. I want to be real clear. This is not voodoo. For those watching from my channel, you guys know I make big distinctions on this. But in the public mind, it's what people think of as... Yeah, I'm, I'm generalizing the shit out of this, I'm sure, for the... Uh, yeah, your professionals. And technically, we, you know... I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect this to to turn your whole shit into the the biggest thing in the world tomorrow because we have all these people watching, right? So all these eyes on it steal a little of that energy, steal a little of that light from it. Just like a camera takes, it, as they say, like getting your picture taken steals your soul or whatever. Sure, I've heard so that. So it's that kind of thing that it's like a little bit of that light gets captured. So you know we're we're weakening it a bit, but we're gonna do a quick demo. So what I want you to do is sign your business card here. So that signature is going to act as your personal concern, right? If we were doing this heavy duty, we'd get your fingernails in here for sure. The fingernails are your right hand, right? Because that's what you do to manipulate, to do things, to make things happen. You use your hand. I signed it. You can't really read it on the camera, but it's signed in green. Okay, green is good. So now we're going to get, let me get your uh, green pen. There you go. And since this is Dark Horse, I brought two horse teeth with me. You got to move that uh, jar. I'm going to move it, buddy. Don't you worry. Horse teeth. I brought you horse teeth. You got horse teeth going in? Yeah, so these are horse teeth. So do me a favor and sign. Sign a horse tooth? Sign a horse tooth and then write your Dude, date. These up. are big. Yeah, horse have big teeth, man. I didn't know a horse tooth is so big. I mean, when you think about your tooth, you only really see half of it. You know, the rest of it's in your gums. So go ahead and sign the teeth and put your date of birth on the other side. Oh, sure. oh, one of your one do sign for you and put the date of birth on the other, right? Dark Horse Genetics and the date you started the company. Uh, it's my name and then my date of birth on the yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, Boom. I take that. Now and this should. one, you want me to write the name of my business? Yep. And then if you know the date, you founded it or whatever. I should have holy water here, but I don't know if I, I might have left it on my chair. We'll be missing ingredients that are crucial to the vitalness of my success of what this good, nah, man, good I do business. The, I, can, I can do this shit ritual. in a hotel room with what I got. If you if you can't do it with just a candle and a cigar, you can't do it. A glass of water. I think it was 
Here's what I wanted to show earlier. My chair was on it. Gosh. I found it this shit. I can't find the uh, holy water, so we'll use 14. Florida water. Oh, cool. That's magically appeared in front of me. There you go. Signed, sealed, and delivered. Delivered. Cool. So we got your business card. We got these. We're going to make a little packet of it, but we're going to include some stuff with that. Let me get my shit out of the way here. Now, is this like I'm going to put on my camera? So I'm going to take the jar, lid off the jar here. Now, as I said, this is the jar, the dirt from successful businesses. So the idea is that, like, Things sort of absorb the vibe. Honestly, one of the best ways I could explain vibe in this context, dude, or, or spirit, as we will, when you think about how things grow different in different people's gardens. Yeah, I'm with you. It expresses different things. Cannabis really, like, you can learn in a lot of ways a lot about how spirit works and things like that from cannabis. Because... Um, the vibes that different strands can put you on because the herb kind of can give you the smells of so many different types of herbs, the spirits of so many different herbs come through it. Um, it, it really, it really exposes you to a lot of this. That's what I keep saying. You've, you've experienced most of this before. And then when you start mixing in hallucinogens, like, come on, you know, you've swam in these waters. You've swam in these waters. All right. So some, some roots we got for you. We got some cinnamon. So cinnamon's kind of like for friendship as a general booster. And you're mixing it all into the jar? It's all going to go in the jar, yeah. So I'm just going to lay everything out, and then I'll do the work, say the prayers, all that good stuff. So cinnamon. This is a root we call Hijon the Conqueror. Hijon is a, a folk hero from, uh, like, coastal South African-American tradition, but spread all over the South, really. And Hijon was a... He was a African prince who became enslaved, and he kind of always got the better of the slave master he escaped and led a band of revolutionaries to fight back and so we use him to break through barriers we use him to uh overcome difficult situations he conquers all opposition okay so you got high john and you can smell that that's just like strong in the room yeah. you know that musky earthy smell we use a little ginger ginger's a booster we kind of just gives it a little fire a little heat and the ginger set aside actually you ever throw out a of... bam like emerald when you're doing this throw out like a what a bam like emerald um well you know i do gunpowder and shit a lot of times i did't want to do it in here so that's a... i do a salt bay sometimes a salt bay yeah, yeah i've okay. salt it on a couple things <laughs> this one this is a good hulk this is called devil's shoestring devil's shoestring yeah it ties up bad luck it's a good strain name it is a good strain name it's a real good training, so this is what it looks like. So we're going to get the stick in here. So that's a twig? It's a root. Root? Yeah. And this bay leaf. We use bay leaf for success, victory, things of that nature. Okay. This is something I just asked you off, off camera stream, a second yeah. ago, but uh, I was going to say, is like calling someone a witch kind of like a derogatory type of thing nowadays it's not right like a thousand years ago it really was because witches in the you know in the folk perception and and you know i'm not a witch i'm a witch doctor i i cure what witches do is technically right so in the folk perception a witch is like some kind of monster humanoid thing that plagues humanity in some way or another um and so when the 
when they were kind of doing burning witches and you hear about all that shit, they weren't actually burning witches. They were burning herbalists and women who did magic and things like that. But those women didn't call themselves witches. The, their persecutors did. Then, you know. Over time, like. But could, yeah. Like the front Reappropriation, that, you know. Clarissa. Yeah, witch you get, or whatever. You get all that shows. Teen witch, all that shit. Yeah, all that shit, whatever. Yeah, it kind of softens it up. Yep. And so now people identify as it. Um, well, like I was showing you before, right? Tom Brady's wife. Can yeah, you pull that up? I'll slap that up real quick. Uh, we were just looking at this. Um, for everyone that thinks this is crazy talk. Uh, oops. Let's see if I can't fix my... <laughs> nice cigar right here this is gonna work well for you my friend it's a very nice cigar sorry about that all right so this is a christian this christian broadcast news yeah so there's gonna be the christian perspective on witchcraft we don't need that read the other part it's up here on the yeah this is what i was reading tom brady says his wife is a good witch and her rituals help him win but there's more going on here so this is just something that I read on top, which is, um, <laughs> he says. Well, read it, read it. I'm trying to find what I was reading before. No, there you go. Oh, New England she, Patriots right there. Right here. She always makes me an altar for, uh, for me at the game because she just wills it so much. Brady said she puts together a little altar for me that I can bring pictures of my kids. And I have these special stones and healing stones and protection stones. She has me wear a necklace. I take these drops she makes and say these mantras. I stopped questioning her a long time ago. So, yeah, there's Giselle right there, the good witch, who does similar practices to what you're seeing here. And uh, Tom Brady stopped questioning her long ago because clearly he's a fucking winner. So, I don't know. Say what you want to say about it, but uh, it's not as, like, out there as some people might think. Uh, this is how how widely practiced would you say this there's is? There's no way to know. You know, people are just coming out of the closet, as they say a lot. I think a lo there's a there's a at least a couple generations in there where this stuff is lost because all of our like great grandparents, maybe great great grandparents, did stuff like this, especially like the stuff I do, the kind of folk magic stuff, right? Um, and in our parents' generation, our grandparents' generation, there was this push to kind of like be American and, and stop doing the weird old country shit. Uh, so a lot of this stuff got lost to the ages lost and also became taboo kind of became secretive that gram you know great grandma taught grandma but grandma didn't teach mom or mom didn't sure. want you know it has roots also or i shouldn't say roots but uh i don't maybe it is roots but um a lot of activity or if you will whenever i think the word voodoo i think of like new orleans and yeah like so new orleans voodoo is like a particular type of hoodoo that is very influenced particularly by haiti where there's voodoo which is like how they the juju went from africa to haiti so it's all these different kind of cousins, right? The African slaves were export. We're talking mostly about Afri West Africa, Central West Africa. So we're talking about the Yoruba, the Dahomey, the Bantu people, and the Congo people from Central West Africa um, in different combinations and different mixes because they were uh, proficient at growing different crops, got exported to different places. Is there a particular region of hoodoo or voodoo that is like known to be particularly powerful or when you encounter them doing, you know, exercising things, do you potentially 
see ones that are like holy shit or so the stuff always heard Haitian voodoo is like really yeah strong Haitian voodoo. stuff is very powerful because in Haiti it was very much linked with them it became so in different areas they mix with different populations in 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 hoodoo as I know it's a lot of Native American stuff uh, there's some like uh, a little bit of like German folk magic stuff there's also a lot of Jewish folk magic stuff which is kind of how I made my bones in the uh, community um, and in different parts of the country you see mixes okay and depending on who lived there. Right, so you, there are places in Haiti. It mixed with uh, a lot of Freemasons because there were Black Freemasons in Haiti, which is a big deal. Um, and so there's a lot of Freemasonry type stuff in it. And then there's a lot of uh, there's like uh, there were Scottish indentured servants, so they contributed uh, spirits to the. It's it's all like what spirits do you work with? What vibes do you get into? What vibes do you know how to get into? What drum rhythms can you make to get you into that vibe? What what combinations of herbs get you into that vibe? You know what I mean? So that's that's kind of the whole thing. And so people would teach each other and, and, and exchange these things. For the most part, though, it all is based on African spirituality, African technology, which is the roots of human spirituality, right? We all came out of Africa. That's where the shit came from. That's where all everything we got came from. Sure. So um, it, all, it all connects because of that, right? Because it's all based on that in some way. It's like a back cross. So changing gears a little bit more as you're kind of mixing your... we got to put some Dark Horse weed in here. Oh, okay. That's that's the herb we got to mix in. Which one are you putting in? Well, I got the Skittles open. Okay. Is, that, is, there, is there a different... That's proper. No, I mean... Because I got the Purple Starburst, I got Skittles, and you got Skittles too. Yeah, that's proper. So Skittles. You got, that's, that's a proper offering. All right, so... But I was going to say, uh, as you're mixing that up, uh, talk to me a little bit about the tarot cards. So tarot is really interesting. It's actually like more recent in human history than playing cards. There's a whole mythology about it that traces it back to ancient Egypt. It's a really well thought out, interesting mythology, but it's, it's almost certainly not true. Um, but tarot cards demonstrate, you know, you can use anything for divination, right? When you go to different cultures, different places, the idea of seeing everything around a situation and seeing, um, you know, where it's going is but, done a lot of different ways, right? You can throw sticks, you can throw bones, you can throw rocks, you can look at the heavens, you can throw cards, you can throw playing cards, you can throw tarot cards, you can look at tea leaves, you can look at coffee, you can look at candle wax. There's a bazillion ways of doing it. And all it is, is creating something so like a web for the moment to stick to. And then you read Similar that. or completely different to like a Ouija board? So a Ouija board is interesting. A Ouija board you're actually performing necromancy. You're calling in a spirit. You're actually doing something really dangerous that I don't advise. Like, I don't fuck with Ouija boards. Ouija That's, boards are dangerous. I will not fuck with a Ouija board. You can't pay me to use a Ouija board. Interesting. Um, Why? Because a Ouija board, you call a spirit into your body to control your hands. You say that prayer before it. Whatever. I've never done it. I won't do I've it. I've only remember the Parker Brothers game. and I It can't, comes with it. You, know you say, I mean? oh, good, helpful spirit. You know, oh, spirit, come help me. For real? The like the actual prayer comes in the Parker Brothers? I'm almost positive. Fucking, I'm almost like, positive. Board game I've never had stuff. one, like I said, but that's, that's yeah. I, I mean, I only played as a kid with kids who were always clearly moving it. Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I've never really. A so, real Ouija board that's, like, carved out of wood or something like that, like, would freak me the fuck out. I mean, even that. with the Parker Brothers one, it works. So is that considered, like, satanic? No, it has nothing to do with Satan. The reason it's dangerous is it's like opening the door to your house and calling out to the first person walking by and being like, hey, come party. Come take over my body. Come live in my room. Sure. Right? Might, they might be totally cool. It might work <laughs> out great. You know, and probably majority of the times it'll be okay. 10% of the time it's going to be really fucking bad. You know, 5% of the time start getting depressed, anxiety, whatever, just whoever you're letting in, right? So that's, you might hear mediums, right? yeah. mediumship. The ones on TV are bullshit, right? I've been in the room with fucking real mediums, and that's another thing where you're like, 
bro, you just pulled that fuck with the name Willie Bo out of thin air, and that's your fucking uncle's name? Are you kidding me? Do you know what I mean? Like that's yeah, just crazy, right? Um, and when you know, when you see that, and you know, cold reading and the bullshit stuff—that's a whole thing. Well, that's a—I right? mean, I got to be clear. Like, I'm a massive fan of like Houdini. Yep. And like you know, some of these guys spent their entire life like exposing charlatan like yep. mediums and everything else. So. I've never really thought a medium to be. Who was that one guy, Geller? Like he was like He's a million dollar channel guy. or something. Yeah, maybe bent spoons or some shit. But I was just sort of like, well, I'll I've tell never you. Really I'll tell you right now how it works. Medium work. Like, I'll tell you right now how how it works and why it fails. In in my opinion, in my belief, right? All right, we know like quantum physics. Your expectation of the outcome of an experiment determines the outcome of an experiment. So when you have a bunch of skeptics watching you do it, their expectations are going to pinch in on the effect of an experiment. Something that you do at home by yourself is going to do a whole different thing than doing it even live on a podcast or in a room full of people or on TV in front of a live audience. You know, that's that, that shit is you don't expect that shit to work. To you know what I mean? Sure. That because there's so much there. There's so much. It's a laboratory environment. Isn't you talk about setting the mood so much before? Yeah, like you can't do that there at all. The mood, all the other moods are going to overpower it, right? You could do it small and locally, maybe. But again, look at Tom Brady though. You could do it in the locker room, right? You could do it in a small, or probably in his locker is where they do it. You sure. know, in, in a small space um, that's private, right? So when you have all those eyes on it, all those all those thoughts influencing it. Now this this we're doing recorded. So that kind of, we got a little extra. That's, by the way, one of the singer recording of a real uh, Haitian voodoo ritual from like you know, 1940 or something, mm. right? So there's no special effects. It's black and white reel taken by some anthropologist. And this old lady like gets possessed by spirit, stands up, fucking can't cut herself with a machete. She's walking on coals, all this shit. I'm like, yeah, there's something going on here, you know? Sure. I mean, there's certainly something going on, but it's certainly one of those things where it's like ghosts or where it's people have been trying to capture evidence for so long and they have bits of it yeah glimpses but not like the concrete that like makes things definitive so i'll tell you the other thing too is like i've tried to uh secretly record rituals okay so people wouldn't know and then cool like they wouldn't know so they're not influencing it bro the, the battery dies the file doesn't save the phone bricks the you know, I borrowed a fucking super expensive camera from my buddy and like he charged up all the batteries and shit. There should have been six hours of battery life on this shit kicked it at like 42 minutes like tapes fuck up weird shit happens weird shit happens and and you'll find all sorts of stories about that. You know mm -hmm. if, you, if you start looking at like anyone who's tried to film this stuff okay. um, this look there's real shit there's fake shit there's certainly fake shit layered on top of real shit. Right, because it's all just different explanations for what's going on. Well, we saw a very similar shit with UFOs. Right, like UFOs were, they now know that they actually are real. The U.S. government's come out and kind of confirmed they're real, and as many other governments or whatever. But for many, many years, there was disinformation agents and everything else. And, oh, and, and better and believe there was the bullshit CIA has on top into... of real shit all over the place. Right. So, not to say that this is an exact parallel, but you can imagine that there's going to be bullshit all over the place on top of some of the bits and truths that have spit it out. So here's the thing you'll find like through history, like the church, which was really powerful over people's lives in Europe and stuff like that, obviously condemned all this shit because it kind of breaks the monopoly on everything they got going. If you can do this shit for them for yourself, then you definitely don't need their shit, right? So the church really put it down. But then 
you find there's a whole secret history of like the Vatican archives, right? Or and all these priests and pastors actually doing this shit, right? Like there's all this secret history that they, they kept for themselves and kind of hushed up and you start digging into it and it's, it's absolutely there, right? Like all the great wars, the crusades, all that shit was fought over this shit, over sacred artifacts and sacred places and, you know, access to spiritual technologies. The crusades were fought over the Mount in Jerusalem, which was King Solomon's temple, right? That's, that's like the historical understanding of it. But King Solomon is known in folklore as being like a super sorcerer who, you know, bound all the demons to build the temple and all that shit. So that's why, they, that's why it was important to have that. Why the fuck did a bunch of English people care about that? Sure. You know what I mean? Like they, the English people were like this fucking power here. Under his throne is where he hid all the magic, they say. So like that's supposedly right there. Um, Bring it back to uh, the tarot cards, though. I kind of cut you off with the yeah. Ouija stuff. So yeah, so, like, I mean, it, the tarot cards are... They tap into the environment around you or whatever, but aren't just they like a essentially si supposed to predict what's going to happen? Sure. Think about how you can look at your plant leaves and predict what's going to happen. Right. You look at your plant leaves and you say, okay, the plant leaf doesn't say, I'm low in nitrogen. Right. But you look at it and you see the signs that are the result of it being low in nitrogen, right? It's the exact same shit, man. You do it about life. So the tarot cards depict all these different experiences we all have in life. Heartbreak, love, success, victory, walking away from a project, becoming frustrated, being a sore winner, being a sore loser, all these things that we all have in life. And so they just kind of speak in that language when you ask them to. Interesting. I mean, I could follow, but uh, when I look at a plant leaf, I mean, there's not... I, 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 I get the analogy, but it's like it's still a, a mystical type of thing in the sense that like, I don't know. Do you, you know the science behind it in a plant leaf, which is why it's less mystical. Right. But to, first of all, bring this shit back a thousand years, 2000 years, 3000 years. The fact that you could look at the plant leaf and say, okay, give this thing blood now and it'll make bigger fruit. Sure. You got magic right there. That talk about real fucking magic. You literally will be like, feed this thing, blood meal, feed it blood, bury the fish under this tree or whatever. Sure. But that's science. That's actually creating. So science the, is how the is the you. model we make of what really is going on, right? We use a bunch of words and concepts that we can wrap our heads sure. around. Well, there's plenty that I shouldn't say plenty, but stuff that can't not be explained by science. And that's where like we don't have the right words or the model's not exactly perfect, right? But when usually I find when you zoom out, okay, and you break you you break out of the strict scientific and and I don't mean to say get into pseudoscience here, but like what is nitrogen? Nitrogen is a certain arrangement of energy, right? And what is it, nitrogen? Nitrogen is a pure nitrogen atom. So a pure nitrogen atom, what is an atom? An atom is an amount of energy that's kind of set in a particular state, right? That's what makes it a stable atom. And when I say energy, it's literally just energetic particles, protons, neutrons, electrons, all this shit, keeping a pattern going, right? So that's what nitrogen is, is a fucking pattern of energy. You get that in blood. So, okay, and blood has energy. When you give that to a tree, it absorbs it in the form of nitrogen. But everything about blood has energy, right? It's in nitrogen, sure. It's in oxygen, too, which is also what happens to be in the fucking blood, right? The essence of blood, the nature of blood is energy in that regard, okay? So that's kind of how, when you zoom out from the science and say, like, oh, it's nitrogen, no, zoom out a little further, and what is that? What does that do? And you'll see that things have a nature, have an essence. Everything someone or does is similar. Yeah, I mean, think about it as a person, right? You, everyone has their vibe, right? There's a Hulk vibe. You bring, everything you do is going to have that vibe. 
whether it's a strain of herb, whether it's going to be your jar, whether it's going to be a, the Grand Prix, everything's got the Hulk vibe. You know what I mean? And it's the, it's the same. It's the same. Then you think of a strain. You think about how the, the smell of a strain, and we could talk all about terpenes. What's a fucking terpene? A terpene is a chemical. What's a chemical? It's an energy signature. Right? What is the sense of smell? The sense of smell is detecting a chemical. So what is a chemical? So what is the sense of smell then is detecting an energy signature. Uh, yeah, I follow that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and this is my whole theory about warehouse weed and herb. Like why herb is the same strain is better in the basement than if you grow it in a warehouse with 12 people is that weed, we know that plants sense humans, can, can react to humans. So weed then, which is really unique about cannabis is that it put out terpenes to balance out put out energy it'll shift its energy to balance out the person who's growing it to give them what they need so it's a really good helper that's why we you know fucking love it but so when you have a warehouse and you got like 16 people going around your plants it's constantly shifting and it doesn't get anywhere and that's why you get that bland warehouse smell across every strain in some places where they have these big staffs and shit sure i can follow that a little bit that may, brings me to the question do you can you conjure some shit up to kill a spider mite bro like kill a room of spider mites? I mean, I would kill spider mites with, I would just use like fish poison or something. Because the nature of poison some, is going to be in a poison like, fish. You'd be you the know? most well-paid fucking, like, <laughs> I don't even know, conjurement that there was fucking going around doing offerings at every fucking warehouse there ever was if you can take, keep all the bugs away. So when you get into like, it's interesting, you see this shit in like, uh, what do they call that? Biodynamic farming? If you, mm. Biodynamics is like super organic hippie farming, but they do all they do rituals, with crop they, rotations, and but they also like bury a cow horn with goat shit in it or whatever. And it's not like they, f you know, work it on the whole fields. They bury it in one spot on a special time. Or a lot of the organic farmers like work with the cycles of the moon, work with astrological cycles. And, well, that's the farmer's yeah, own. Almost you know? everybody I know uses the moon to plant by or everything else. So that's where there's something to that. Right. There's something to and I, I don't I'm not a subscriber of the idea that it's the pull of the planets on us. Like, I don't believe that shit. I believe that we can look at them like a clock. We can look at the heavenly bodies and anything. That's how tarot works, too. We're, you're reading a clock. The cool thing about the planets is you can kind of see them from fucking anywhere. As long as it's nighttime, you can get your eye up there, you know. Um, so other clocks are harder to find and harder to read. But you get to see what the same energy that set the whole universe into motion from the Big Bang set the planets into being and set the planets into motion and all that shit. So when you come to see like, okay, where's that energy at right now? What, pa what part of the pattern is it in? Because the, the orbit of the, I guess what I mean to say is that the orbit of the planets is the effect, not the cause. And everything's the effect, not the cause. So that's what I propose. And with that said, let me check the astrological time right now. Not that it matters. We're going to do this one way or another, but it'll be so the day of Mercury here on Wednesday. Mercury's good for business. Time has significance with rituals? Oh, uh, big time. Okay. Big time. Day, time, all that stuff. So it's a good day for business. Is there a certain lengths to these rituals where like these these mm. spells, if you will, wash off after a certain period of time? Yeah. I mean, the, you can think of it like uh, a battery. Like how long is a battery able to energy or a capacitor, right? When you turn something off, the capacitor will just slowly discharge. The energy will slowly come out of it. So that's why I put a candle back on this kind of like give it a quick burst back. It's like when your phone's dead and you just plug it back in real quick to get 3%. Because I'm going to give it a bunch of energy. I'm getting home to charge right now, but I just need enough to get it here. Um, so we got the hour of the moon. We just missed the hour of Mercury by 20 minutes, which is a little bit of a bummer, but that's okay. That would have been ideal. What is the hour of Mercury? The hour, the way the planetary hours work, it's based on like the exact hour of sunrise, and then each one lasts a certain amount. It's a whole thing. 
So it changes every day. Short answer. All right. So what we got here? We got the horse teeth that you wrote on. We got uh, this uh, root of devil's shoestring. We got the bay leaf cinnamon. We got your herbs. We got some ginger. Um, what else do we put? If in you here? want to slide it into the close-up cam area, well, that's going to be tricky. If that's tricky, what I'll do. I'll, I'll do. Or oh, I can put it on. Actually, keep it there. I'll put you on it. I'll. Uh, I think you can see it there. You can see it if you push it forward there. Is that good? Yeah. Is that good? Cool. We'll see it. So we're going to use a little bit of this Hoyt's cologne. This is dirt from 21 Crossroads. What's 21 Crossroads? 21 different Crossroads. Oh, really? So at each one, I, I didn't collect it. That was for my teacher. But at each one, you do the ritual, you pay it, you take the dirt. When so, you talk about paying the land, what are you? What usually you, you bury money. No shit? Yeah. Like how much are you paying? Change. So the weird thing about spirits is like uh, they don't actually, they can't count. So you just put some silver coin in there and sure. everything's golden? Yeah, usually, like a lot of people do, like a penny, what? a nickel, a dime, a quarter. I mean, it's kind of an obvious question, but what does a spirit want money for? Uh, it's appreciation more than anything else. Money, like money a, has the fact that you believe in money means it has some power. Okay. So you give them something of power to something you. of value, right? It's like value. sacrifice. Okay, yeah, it's making an offering. Yeah, and that that's what goes back Leaving to an back offering. in the old days, and a lot of depending on the spirits we we'll work with, we'll absolutely not use money. Well, well there's a lot of mantra about. Uh, um, I don't know, mantra is the wrong word. Um, uh, like Hawaiian, uh, like mana, mm -hmm. uh, exactly revolving around you know even like taking from the beach or taking anything from the islands back home. Like lots of tourists have taken like sand from the islands or rocks or stones from their hikes, and then had a lot of bad shit ha happening to them. So they then return with the island with the rocks or stones to give it back to the island, and it stops or whatever. Yep. And that's a real thing. You can ask Hawaiian people like if they believe in that or whatever, and it's absolutely a real thing. Absolutely. So. And the same in Iceland, everywhere, man. Everywhere except where their culture's been hijacked by, like, corporate consumerism. No disrespect, man. I know you like your camels and your Pepsi, and I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to come up in here and tell you I believe your life. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, like, that's... So you, you pay the land, you think it, because if you, pull, if you take something, they say if you take something, you create a hole. You kind of create a vacuum, and so things are going to want to pull to fill that hole, and it's going to pull out of you if you're what's near it. Um, so with that said, I'm going to, um, I guess I got prayers to say, I got herbs here. I got I'll put a little bit of this Abre Camino, the road opener herb. It's called Florida Thorough Word. If anyone wants to grow this for me, I'll buy it from you in bulk. I know there's a bunch of growers watching this show. Yeah. I'll buy the shit from you pounds at a time, dog. I use it for a lot of stuff. We got about 20 something minutes left cool. too. So right. on this episode, go ahead and remind people about your Kickstarter give and this your a website. Terp blast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, what, what you should do really, if you want to check out all my shit, get, smell the terps on that. Uh, oh, get yeah. a little pinch. Oh, um, yeah. Go go to Instagram. You're on Instagram or if you're not on Instagram right now watching this on, on another platform, go on to Instagram at Hoodoo Moses, H-O-O-D-O-O-M-O-S-E-S. Um, and then off of that, my link in bio has got all my shit. But definitely, definitely, definitely Come and support. Oh, you don't have to pay a dime. Just click two buttons. You click the link in my bio on Instagram. That'll take you to um, the Kickstarter for Holy Mountain Spiritualist Temple. That's kind of the the organization. I guess I should talk about that a little bit, Hulk. So, yeah, I have a religion. It's filed with the federal government. Uh, it's a legit religion. This is it. Um, 
I have a, a, a spiritualist entity, uh, and we're trying to really get it off the ground and, in a way that'll serve people uh, going around doing this kind of stuff, teaching people, uh, performing the healing rituals and the cleansing rituals we do that really help a lot of people. Um, so please check that out. Go to my bio on Instagram. Check out that link in bio um, and just click it. Just subscribe. You know, I'm, I'm trying to break 792 subscribers. I threw it up on the screen there on the IG. Is that correct? Boom. Uh, another O in there. H-O-O-D-O-O. Oh, my bad. Don't, don't go there. We're going to correct it. Don't That's look not at a that, guy. everybody. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So I got to do, do a little something here. Boom. Fixed. Boom. That's the correct one. Go there. Go IG. There. IG, I'm going to spark the charcoal. A little hookah charcoal action. Okay. We got, we got fire. Go there. I'm going to move the, the, the mic so I can move freely. You can move. We can hear you pretty well. Cool. I'll turn it a little. Bring the glass of water, too. I you see the sprite effect we got going on here, Hulk. So we're talking bubbles. We're talking bubbles. Was it? Were we on the mic when we talked about that, or no? Uh, for episode one, we talked about bubbles briefly. I think that. Uh, yeah. So as so, you continue, you believe to have more bubbles appear in the glass. Yeah, yeah. We have some bubbles, some legit bubbles. This is not carbonated water. Hold on, this burning the candle wax. I don't want to burn your desk. Like I said, I do this shit in hotel rooms and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm sure there's frankincense going. Or shit's been done in hotel rooms. You want to move that uh, glass at all, this, so we can see, or do you want to leave that where it is? Going in here, right? Yeah, let me let me get the uh, music back. Forgot, I mean, music's gone. Can I give you can I can I give you any music to put on? Is that possible? Or are you, or Not exactly possible. Not exactly possible. It's Sorry, we're stuck with the one thing that I downloaded. So we got this previous. jar here. I'm gonna mix this up a little bit because we're gonna put some fire in here. So you can see this is a candle from the last time I worked this jar. From my, I woke it up. Well, we have an iron key in here to open the roads for you. This old iron key. Okay. So it's all going in the jar eventually here, yeah. is the plan? Yep. A little Florida water. Cigar smoke in here, bud. We'll, we'll put it out ASAP. <laughs> yeah, we're smoking now. You can you can you can ask questions and and or, or uh, 
Yeah, I don't know if it's supposed to be quiet yeah. and respectful during the ritual. You can go, as you saw with the other one, like if I, if I need to focus, I'll focus on something else and, and I'll come back to it. It goes, it goes in the buffer. The room view was starting to smoke pretty good. Certainly the smokiest we've ever had in this bitch. I help with that one way or another. a particular cigar mm -hmm. <laughs> just a cigar mm -hmm. and what's the thing that you're shaking So, if you're just joining us, what you're watching here is a ritual over herbs, horse tooth, horse teeth, uh, many herbs. About to go into a jar with soil from business titans and money and many things. A yeah, candle is now... You see that? You see that? Yeah. Somewhat improbable. Would you not say that it would happen at exactly that moment? And these are the charcoals. Well, this is what's going to fuck up your desk, honestly. <laughs> no, it's going okay. It's going okay. As long as it brings me good business, you can burn the desk down. Shit, we got, we got flame. We got fire. really like that cigar smoke. You might want to, if you have a smoke detector in here. It's gone. Okay, you should open the window, though, because it can get smoky. It's dark uh, candle wax smoke. That's serious uh, fire. I like it. I'll give that spirit a little chill. Oh yeah, this is, this is rip roaring. And it does not want to extinguish, obviously. Yeah, that thing's going. 
So what's the significance of the flame right now? Do you have the candle going with the charcoal? Yeah. They're both burning up good. Yeah, the, the charcoal has obviously taken on some of the candle wax and is burning. But again, we, th we take everything that happens as a sign of what's going on, you know. So we're going to use this flame for the rest of the work then. It wants to be here. We're going to use it. So I conjured the spirit of the cigar to give us its power, its influence, its focus, its potency. And I conjure these herbs to bestow their virtues. Biblically speaking, we have authority over the plants. It was given to us in Genesis during the creation. So if you have a recalcitrant herb, you kind of recite the Bible passage for it. Yeah, he's going to fuck up your desk, buddy. Oh, no, it's doing pretty good. You got a nice desk here. <laughs> so this flame wants to be here. We're going to give it the horse teeth, but we're going to dress these up. Hold on. This thing's going to catch fire. I'm going to tell you that now. So don't freak out too we much. We got more fire coming? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of fire. There's a lot of fire involved. Hopefully you're down for fire. No, I, didn't, I don't know if I put enough on it to catch fire, which, which is good. I just want to rub it with this, bless it with the blessings of mercury. And bless it with the flame of this work. I baptize you in fire and I baptize you in the water. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, I baptize you, Jason Hulk. Jason Hulk. Jason Hulk. I baptize you as Jason Hulk. I baptize you by fire and I baptize you by water. I baptize you in the name of Dark Horse Genetics. Dark Horse Genetics. Dark Horse Genetics. I baptize you in the name of Dark Horse Genetics. Oh shit, son. Okay, now it's starting to melt the desk, buddy. <laughs> you might want to get a bucket of water. Oh, ashtray. Yeah, it ashtray. will break a glass ashtray, by the way. Really? Yeah, I've seen that shit happen. It explodes. It's wild. It's gonna melt the plastic. Throw this shit outside. There you go. Well, I need the candle, so. There you go, buddy. Now we have the candle. That's good. All right, Jason's outside. Don't don't put it out. Just set it down, man. So now we bless this jar. This dirt. The energies and the spirits that may reside therein. This thing's gonna be hotter than balls, but we'll do this. See, we got another little, little light here, just at that moment, and a little, little spin-off going. So here we have this devil shoestring. I'm gonna feed this the Hoyt's cologne, and I say devil shoestring. I conjure you. We're good. I put the flaming charcoal in a tin outside. Excellent. Devil shoestring, I conjure you. Although it's still flaming pretty good. I conjure you by this blessing. I conjure you by this blessing. I conjure you by this fire. I conjure you by this fire. As you are commanded by the Lord God, serve me. Serve me. And impart unto this plan and unto this man and unto this business. Your blessings of protection. 
that no bad luck, no evil eye, no curse nor hex shall prosper against him, no work of the devil or any other evil spirit. Amen. I'm going to add to it the dirt from the 21 crossroads. What does the 21 crossroads signify? Well, that's why it's appropriate that it's your 21st episode, because 21 is uh, the n sacred number of uh, a lot of things, but among them, uh, one of the spirits of the crossroads. Ooh, I forgot your business card. Most important thing, pass this over the candle flame. I'm going to bless it up with this special cologne here. Which side did you sign? This one. We had some rum. We'd spray some rum in here, but we don't have some rum. You got some rum downstairs? I used to, but I think no, I gave I it away. Too many parties? Yeah, I got you. How many of these would you say you've done? Business rituals. Oh, dozens. Dozens? Yeah, dozens. How many rituals in general do you think you've done? Uh, hundreds. Hundreds? Yeah. And I've done enough now where like kind of like teaching rituals too, where I'm like used to doing this. Spirit of this jar, I'll feed the silver dime. Assist this man. Bless him. When he calls upon you, respond to him. Open the ways for him. Grant that his business will prosper and flourish, even as the wealth of Solomon itself flourished. I anoint you in this oil. And with this anoint you, grant you the blessing. Carrying this anointing, carry it forth. Bless this man as he asks it of you. For you've been paid and you've been blessed. You've been well regarded and well respected. Give you these herbs to eat. Eat them and become strong. Eat them and become unstoppable. And use your power on his behalf. Never turn against him, protect him always. Clear the roads and the ways for him. Bring him prosperity, bring him favor. 
bring, bring him luck and blessings. Turn fortune to his way, that none gave, that none be hurt, harmed, or in any way disadvantaged in your work. Be kind and obedient. Serve him well, and you will be blessed and rewarded. Turn against him, and you will be destroyed. Yeah. I like that last bit. You'll be destroyed. So that entire candle has melted? Essentially? Yeah, well, you're, it's going to eat all this stuff like I told it to, and then it'll go out. Gotcha. We're down to about eight, ten minutes left here. It's going to be perfect timing. As, okay. I, as I said before, you do have some wax to get off here. I'll help you. I'll teach you how to do that. Let me get my prayer book here. That is my sacrifice to this table. I should maybe let it leave, let it stay as like memorance. Can't hurt. We've got a book. It's the book of Psalms. Okay. Just Hebrew Psalms How much time we got left, buddy? Five minutes. See, it's five minutes. I can give away a pack of seeds. See, you see the flame getting excited in response to. I give away a pack of seeds as you're continuing. I don't want you to rush it. Oh no, it's it's basically done. Oh, you, you know, we hang out. The flame's gonna eat. It'll go out. Put up a big plume of smoke. Hopefully, it'll be white smoke, and we know we're 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 in. And then you just burn candles on. Whenever you need the good juju for work, you're gonna shake this jar. You're gonna. Tell it that you what you want to happen, and you're gonna say, "I'll give you a candle, feed you a candle, so make this happen for me." What well, do you burn a candle on top of the jar like just, that? Just just like that, yeah. All right, all right. Initiated. We're looking for a white puff of smoke. That means success. Yeah, it's a good side. Totally. There was a little one right as you said it. I don't know if the camera caught it, but that second, we got a little white puff of smoke. Yeah, so... Uh, you want to do a giveaway? Quick giveaway as the flame's burning down. How's about the same reality stone? We're going to do two back-to-backs today. 
Reality Stone. This time I'm going to let Mitch pick the word again. Let's pick the word. Any word you want. Let's pick the words Holy Mountain. Holy Mountain. How about the fifth person to email? Dark Horse Genetics Live at gmail.com. It's going across your screen right now. Let me see that asterisk mode. You will win the Reality Stone Seeds. Uh, 12 pack. And yeah, you have to put in Holy Mountain, right? Holy Mountain Co. or Holy Mountain? Just Holy Mountain. That's cool. Holy Mountain. And uh, yeah, you'll win these seats. So fifth person, put it in the subject line, Holy Mountain. And if you want to catch uh, more of Mitch, where can we find more of Mitch? At Hoodoo Moses on Instagram. But you, all, you guys all have to call me Moses. Ho Hulk, Hulk, Hulk so has contracted with me and sorry. conjured with me with my old name. But I you guys all got to call me Moses for damn sure. Hoodoo Moses. Sorry, I don't mean to disrespect. It's no, officially, no, no. Cha it's Again, officially changed. We've conjured the under the name. If you call Moses. a spirit, if you, you can do the Ali thing. <laughs> The man want to be called Ali. If he wants to be called Hoodoo Moses, that's what he's going to be. He's Hoodoo Moses. If mama call him Clay, I call him Clay. <laughs> mm. But yeah, at, at Hoodoo Moses on Instagram. Check me out. Follow me. Uh, I post all kinds of stuff. Um, tips, tricks, you know, spiritual stuff. Uh, for a lot of people, spiritualism is like they're interested, but then they find out about like, then they try to look into it. And it's all like yoga and crystals and stuff like that. And um yeah, I don't really mess with any of that stuff, so I'm not the guy for that. You go to Boulder for that. I can definitely uh, put you on a lot of this um, other stuff, and I'll tell you that it has not only worked for me, it's worked for Tom Brady, mm -hmm. it's worked for uh, you know dozens and dozens of clients, it has worked uh, for so many colleagues, it has worked for humanity as the only thing they really had going for them for uh, close to a million years. Right on. So, so with that you said, wanna, you want a sprite shot? You got some little small bubbles coming up, the new bubbles. There you go. There's certainly bubble action. We have bubble action. So we got about 60 seconds to go. So with that, I'm just going to say thanks again, <laughs> bro, for coming on. Yeah, man. Um, uh, thanks for having me. Thanks for letting me share all this with you and with the audience. With it could reconnect with my old life. It's, that's uh, what I was going to say. Is, uh, this was certainly a different kind of show that we did today or whatever, but uh, with uh, our good old friend. And now you see what... Uh, what uh, is going on with this uh, offering? I'm looking for that white white puff of smoke. I don't think we're going to get it in the last 30 seconds. No, it's spreading out. It's having a good time all the But uh, I will out. report back if we can get the white puff. Um, and yeah, uh, like again, I'd like to so thanks everybody for tuning in and watching. Today was a, uh, like I say, a fun one, an interesting one. And uh, yeah, we'll have uh, another one coming up next week. Same bat time. Same bat channel. Peace, everybody. Peace.